Welcome back to another episode of Pop Therapy. I am so excited for this week. We have so much to talk about and I have, yeah. haven't been able to talk to you about all these things all week. I feel like we have more to talk about in regard to hot tops. There's and so many hot tops. Yeah, because I didn't. not much happened with Summer House. Bachelor yeah. was kind of entertaining, but also annoying. So yeah, well, let's get right into it. What have you got? Okay, um, so I guess we can start with the... I don't even know where to start with this. So everyone knows that something's been going on with the Kardashians this weekend, mainly Kanye West. Mm -hmm. So I've pieced together somewhat of a timeline in my notes. Okay. Over the weekend, there was a lot of mayhem. Um, It started off with, on Friday afternoon, Kanye demanded an apology from Billie Eilish. Eilish? Okay. Is that how you say it? I think so. Um, Basically, Billie had a concert and she saw that do you know this no okay so she saw that one of the people in the crowd was kind of um uh having a tough time breathing or something and she stopped her concert to make sure they were okay and then she continued and goes i like to stop my show and make sure everyone's okay before i continue okay something like that so kanye in kanye fashion aka caps lock goes on to um post about billy and says come on billy should i yell it (laughs) no he says come on billy we love you please apologize to trav and to the families of the people who lost their lives no one intended this to happen trav didn't have any idea of what was happening when he was on stage and was very hurt by what happened and yes trav will be with me at coachella but now i need billy to apologize before i perform so he took her telling the crowd, hey, I just want to make sure everyone's okay as a slight against Travis because he may or may not have known that people were struggling and didn't stop his show. Yeah, there's just so many things to say about this. First of all, <laughs> why is he paying attention to Billie Eilish's concert? That seems so How random. Seem- I didn't even know that happened until he commented on it. Yeah. Second of all... You know how they say, like, people get defensive when they know they're wrong? Yeah. Without you even saying anything? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Totally. Third, the fact that he said, uh, apologize to Trav and to the families of the people who lost their lives. Why would Okay. (laughs) Trav didn't even apologize for, like, the longest time. Yeah, and why would she have to apologize for the families for, like, continuing to make sure that people that attend concerts are safe? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. So Billy replied um, and it was very short and she was just like literally never said a thing about Travis was just helping a fan. And that was, that was Friday afternoon. Okay, so that's what started this whole thing because I saw Billy on the Avengers poster and I was like, what role does she have I saw that poster. Okay, okay, we'll get to that. So Saturday afternoon. (laughs) Kanye drops Kid Cudi from his latest album, Donda 2. Okay. Um, Donda is the name of his mother, the same mother that he blames for everything. Right. But then worships at the same time. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. um, Kanye disses Cudi and calls him a dinosaur. (laughs) And he now, instead of typing in... Did Kanye... No, Cudi... Did Cudi call kanye dinosaur? oh yeah yeah sorry cuddy calls kanye dinosaur and wait but, so, i saw something about that was that because 
they had a Halloween costume where... No, it, oh. it was just saying that this all makes sense. Oh, because there was a photo That's a I reach. Saw That's a reach. Of a Flint, they were dressed up as Flintstones and he was yeah. the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Like, what a weird reference. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. So um, Kanye, instead of now typing in caps in his caption, he writes in caps and then takes a picture of what he wrote okay so you didn't see this at all no i couldn't keep up like i kept on going to his profile and then the last slew of things would be deleted and then i'd be like what's what's going on now like i kept missing everything oh my god that's why you always screenshot when kanye posts oh god (laughs) thank god for me okay so kanye writes on a notepad with sharpie just so everyone knows cuddy will not be on donda because he's friends with you know who we all speak in billy language now what does that mean? Oh, well, he's trying to say that Billy didn't actually say Travis's name, but he knows she meant Travis. Okay. So he's saying he, Cuddy is friends with you know who. So who? Pete. who oh, Pete. Yeah. Oh, God. I because can't remember, Cuddy had a birthday, and there's this iconic picture of Kanye, Pete, Timothy Chamolet for some reason, <laughs> and Cuddy. Okay. Because then Kanye posted a pic- that picture in this slew of posts and he crossed out pete davidson's he put an face. x on pete's face <laughs> so 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 he he posts that and he posts that picture um in the same post and kid cuddy comments because kanye tagged him in in the post and he tagged everyone else too okay well at least he's not being shady <laughs> yeah so kid cuddy said too bad i don't want to be on your album you fucking dinosaur ha 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 everyone knows i've been the best thing about your album since i met you i'm gonna pray for you brother hmm. oh i'm a pay- yeah and that song i mean whoops <laughs> that comment made me want to go and listen to cuddy's music so, i love kid cuddy uh yeah you know and he, on, he isn't wrong you know he's not wrong you know which song was on repeat for me after he said that pursuit of happiness (laughs) no but with kanye okay do you know the song erase me yes i love that song so yeah that was on repeat so so you support kid cuddy i support anyone against kanye right now (laughs) anyone sane okay then what happened okay so after that uh sunday morning is when marvel gate happens (laughs) (laughs) so in this poster we've got kanye at the front and he's against pete so behind Kanye is Drake, um, Julia Fox, Travis, Scott, and Future. Like, I don't want Future on my team. He cheats on every woman. <laughs> so none of these people are credible. Then behind Pete is Kim, Kid Cudi, Billie Eilish, and Taylor Swift. Team Pete for life. And Kanye's caption is, The internet has still not found a decent picture of Skeet. <laughs> so the introduction of Skeet happens now. What is Skeet? Okay, so I think, I think it's Skank and Pete. So what, who is he calling Skank? Because originally, Kim. Originally it was Keat because there was the post where Kanye posted his um, texts with Kim. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, and he said, I'll make sure no one touches Keat. So I think he added the S. Oh, well that's ridiculous. 
Yes. I Googled that. I Googled that because I was like, why does he keep on calling him Skeet? Like, what is this reference? And the article I read said absolutely nothing. They had no explanation for it. I don't know. So continuing on Sunday morning, Kanye calls Pete a dickhead and accuses him of dating Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah, because he does have a tattoo of her. That was real. I I fact checked that. Uh, Okay. He's just a big fan. (laughs) <laughs> okay, he also had a big candle of Kim in his bedroom. Like, I think he just appreciates Smart women. women. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's stuff to say about Hillary. Anyway, so Sunday afternoon, Kanye definitely hasn't been hacked. Oh, yeah, that was so, hilarious. The memes that have come from oh, that have been the best. Oh, my God. So Okay, so he has his notepad in front of him as though he's taking a mugshot, and it says, um, my account is not hacked. February 13th, 2022. But then the other two photos, why is he wearing a thing over his head? He's wearing like a, like a, like he was kidnapped. At the Super Bowl? No, no. Like in the, he did like a carousel of photos with that first photo being. Oh, I didn't see that. And then the other two, he was wearing a thing over his head. I don't know. It made no sense. But okay. So he deleted that. Um, and then he like uses Mac Miller and Ariana Grande to make Skeet look bad Sunday afternoon. Right. Um, and then he posts that picture with Machine Gun Kelly and Pete (laughs) and says, and says, no, you will never meet my children in caps lock. Let's never forget that. All in caps. Yeah. Just assume this is all in caps. So the celebrity beef toll is now at eight. (laughs) Okay. And he takes a break from posting to his live stream, um, like the Sunday service. And then Sunday evening. In the midst of all of this, Kanye somehow finds time to attend the Super Bowl. Right. With North. Um, and Saint. Yeah. And the, my favorite meme is like, no way Kanye paid 50K for a Super Bowl ticket to watch it like this. And then it's like, <laughs> through the mask with the holes. <laughs> this isn't translating well either in okay, real life or I'm, in podcasts. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to have to show you this all. I think everyone listening knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> So then Sunday night, Julia Fox deletes all of her photos of the pair together and heads home and can confirm as of today they did break up. Oh, sad. I mean, that was never a thing. Did you see her on the Call Her Daddy podcast? Yeah, I've seen a million TikToks. Because I sent them to you. (laughs) It's like, yeah, Zemiz and Anka Jams. Oh, she's such an annoying voice, but she kind of sounds like she has like a lisp, kind of like Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Anyways. So... In in that, Kanye also posts screenshots of his text exchange between him and Kim. And Kim was just like, you're creating a very dangerous environment. Like, you need to stop this. And he was like, uh, she goes, why can't you keep anything we talk about private? And he was like, I got a text from my favorite person. Why wouldn't I share with the world? I promise on God, I'm not going to let anyone touch Keith. And then he starts posting to page six the news thing yeah. and it's just like page six please do not cause any harm to my wife and please don't twist the narrative and then they post a story about him delivering a truckload full of roses and he was like thank you page six for not twisting the narrative on this and telling it like it is like how else are you gonna spin that what is yeah. there to spin on delivering a truckload of roses and it was said on the side my vision is crystal clear with two k's yeah and the the only post that he has left on his Instagram is of wanting his family back together. Yeah. So he did post. I did screenshot one in this entire saga. And it was the from. The he left on his It was from 
today at some point and he posted i've learned that using all caps makes people feel like i'm screaming <laughs> at them i'm working on my communication and then right i know sharing screenshots was jarring and came off as harassing kim i take accountability i'm still learning in real time i don't have all the la- answers to be a good leader is to be a good listener girl Ugh. it's just like public abuse of kim and and pete and like everyone he, else he's coming after it's ridiculous he's just i i feel so bad for kim and i feel bad for the kids like well they're gonna see this one day for sure nothing goes away on the internet no so yeah he's just so unhinged and i stopped keeping up because i was just like i cannot and i hope kim doesn't say anything more because i think everyone in their right mind is thinking no wonder she left yeah and no wonder she feels like he's unsafe sometimes to be around their family yeah if he's reacting this way and and we are not seeing it yeah uh do you remember her opening an snl where yes. she was like, I married the richest man, genius, best rapper of all time. So when I divorced him, of course, it was because of his personality. <laughs> I was like, this adds up. <laughs> this aged well. <laughs> but oh, speaking man. of Pete. What a saga. Uh, he delivered flowers to Chloe Aww, for Valentine's Day. That is so sweet. So cute. Um, I really like him. Wow, he's really integrated. Yeah. And That's good. I'm glad that she has him, like she has pete as a comic relief when all of this is going on and he's still like being thoughtful about her family and being there for her yeah i kind of stand but i kind of still don't (laughs) well i I don't really know if it's gonna last but do you remember that tiktok i sent you of like the theory behind why all these strong women go after pete yeah i remember it but what was the the point of that it's basically like these women have so much going for them they don't need anyone and they're a boss in their own right and Pete is that guy who just like kind of knows his place. Like he's got his own thing going for him. He knows that these women don't need him, but he's just like, he's there. To like improve their lives. Yeah. Like he's not a necessity, but he's an addition, a great addition. Yeah. And he doesn't like try to save them or um, help them or like make them reliant on him. He's just like, yeah, you're great. I know my place. I'm not any better than you. You're the boss here. Yeah. And it's just like BDE. He treats people how they should be treated. Yeah. Like goddesses. Yeah. What a saga. And then that wasn't the only Kardashian news. We finally got we finally got the name of Kylie and Travis's baby. (laughs) Wolf? 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 Webster. Which I literally can't say that word without feeling like I'm swallowing my own mouth. That's such a good way of describing it. There was a meme, or maybe you told me, like, what happens if the kid ends up having a lisp and can't say their name? Right? I had to go to speech therapy because I couldn't say my R's and W's. No way. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. It was a tough time in my life. We'll unpack that later. (laughs) So, yeah, Wolf Travis Webster or just Wolf Webster? I don't know if he's got a middle name, but Wolf and Stormy. I mean, they kind of go together. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like like a fairy um one of those children nursery reminds me of twilight like they seem like they should be in a twilight novel i was thinking like little red riding hood that too yeah um by the way last week i was talking about someone commenting on what the name should be and i said overcast it was forecast that's so much better (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm glad like wolf is definitely better than forecast (laughs) yeah or overcast and and 
that guy on TikTok was a fraud. It's not Valentine. You were right. You sussed him out. Yeah. He was absolutely wrong. It was not Valentine. I bet you Chris never sued him. Nope. Ridiculous. So like, you 15- don't go from, even if it was Valentine, and they're like, oh, no, we found out. You don't go from Valentine to a wolf. Like, it was never Valentine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, his 15 minutes of fame are over. Thank God. And that's all I've got for um, the Kardashians. That's well, all I've got. That's all you've got after a 15-minute summary of Kanye's yeah. antics. Oh, but yeah, like I said, somehow in the middle of all of that, Kanye finds time to go to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. So did you watch? Um, I saw the halftime show. Well, this is the only really important part. Yeah. So what did you think? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it, but do you know what the funniest part of the entire thing was for me? 50 cent why was he upside down <laughs> well isn't he upside down in the music video for that oh they were just recreating it that would make much more sense oh so this whole time you just were like that was a weird creative well, choice yeah because then and then 50 cent post on instagram and it's like that meme of that teenager kid with the vein popping out of his head <laughs> but he was upside down or like and he's like sitting here waiting for snoop dogg to be done waiting why like wondering why it was a good idea for me to be upside down or like me in the middle of the night trying to find trying to plug in my charger for my phone (laughs) Uh, another one that you're just gonna have to see yeah oh that was hilarious but yeah yeah. i loved it i thought it was amazing they all sounded so good Mm -hmm. i didn't like they all look a lot different than i remember them looking (laughs) really well dr dre i was like that's dr dre they look the same they've just like maybe gained some some weight weight. (laughs) yeah i don't want to comment on people's weight um so snoop like smoked a fat joint right before he got on stage in true snoop fashion okay because i put a prop bed on that snoop dog wasn't gonna smoke on stage and i won it so he must have just done it before he got on stage how would you know I don't know, but I know that I got the prop bet one. Well, cheater. <laughs> um, you're also a fraud. Why? Because he did smoke a joint. I know, but he did it before he got on stage. That's the key point. Okay. So I loved it too. I like got goosebumps and felt a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. I grew up with siblings much older than me. So I would always be listening to their music through my siblings. So it brought back a lot of memories. Yeah. And I just, I felt like, I don't know, like redemption or something like that for them or just like finally getting acknowledgement. Yeah. Like it's not like they haven't, they're not huge stars. Yeah. But like having them all together and like every, I haven't heard a single negative comment about it. It's all been like, this is the most epic performance ever. Yeah. It's not only that. I think for me, what I'm starting to think about is how in the past five or seven years, rap and um, hip hop and R&B have been so like auto-tuned and just all sounds the same yeah and it, it, there's no like actual substance to it yeah and then the ogs come on the stage and you're just like this is how it should be yeah and like i don't i still can't describe the feeling but um i i don't know if i would say it was the best halftime show what do you think is the best that you've seen well i really liked jlo and shakira last year yeah because they're they're performers they are yeah because the people that perform this year, they have really great hits, so they can just rely on those songs. Mm-hmm. But Shakira and JLo really brought it. And That's it's true. two really powerful women. Yeah. And then I'm not a fan of Beyonce. I know this is a point of contention in our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan, but I think she did an amazing job. Yeah, I loved her performance. But I do think that in terms of performance value, Shakira and JLo outshone her. Just because yeah. she's like one woman versus two yeah. amazing women. Like you can't really beat that. Yeah. Even if you're Beyonce. Yeah. But even then, like, I thought it was 
amazing. I love the selection of all five of them. Some people said there were too many cooks in the kitchen and I get that because like maybe they didn't get enough time. Like as soon as you got into it, the next star came. Yeah, it did feel very short. Yeah. And I didn't know Kendrick Lamar was going to be part of it. Yeah, was that kind was of a surprise? That? I, I actually feel like forgot he, until you brought it up. I feel like he didn't fit in. It was just no. like, why are you trying? But then why I was are thinking you here? there was a there was a, a meme or something on Instagram where it was like people watching the Super Bowl five years ago and it was I don't know who it was some like very old performer uh-huh. be like who is oh, this? Paul McCartney Wait, oh, Paul yeah, McCartney yeah. and then it was like and then it clicked because yeah. right now we're all like oh my gosh nostalgia I still don't think it's like like Paul McCartney no old. it's not that but yeah I get it but maybe that's why they brought Kendrick Lamar to be like this is for you young people who maybe, maybe. don't know who these people are I just remember seeing him come on I was like you don't even go here yeah I'm like why are you here it was such a weird addition. Yeah, and then like the song that he chose, they had to bleep out most of it. Yeah. So weird. Weird yeah. choice. We should have brought Kanye. <laughs> well, he was there. <laughs> or they should have like brought Jay-Z or who else could they have brought from that era? There's Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Maybe I don't Missy Elliott. All I can think right now is Chingy, and I really feel like he's <laughs> not in the same caliber. <laughs> but I've got Thong Song running through my head. That's Cisco. Oh, Cisco. Oh who's, no, God. who's Chingy? What, like th- pulling me back? No, no, he has another Bow thing. Wow? Are you thinking no, of Bow Wow? No, 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 no. I'm not gonna remember doing this pod, but I'll tell you. I'll think about it after. Okay, it'll be another update. He has on. a famous song in like that same era. The <laughs> right third. Who? <laughs> People who are listening will know. Oh, right there. Yeah. I like it when you do that right there. Exactly. Oh. That's like the same like time frame of when I remember listening to all this music. So that's yeah, why it like, popped in my head. When I would listen to In the Club by 50 Cent, I would always think of everybody in the club get tipsy. There's also that person. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah, there's so many people that could have performed other than Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely didn't need some of those people. No. But He's also a legend though. Yeah totally um okay hard left (laughs) (laughs) the only bravo news that is really up this week is more housewives drama from the beverly hills girls yeah i don't really know what's going on all i know is that lisa rinna continues to bother me she is frustrating me so much with these like cryptic posts like just trying to be in the narrative and I'm I'm shook that this seems to be centered upon Kathy Hilton because to me yeah. she seems like a sweet aloof has no idea what's going on a little puppy who's just like here to hang out and now all of a sudden she's like the center of this drama the only thing I can think of is that she got sick of like Rena being Rena and was mm-hmm. stood up for herself in some way and then mm-hmm. it got real contentious after that maybe Rena showed up early to another dinner of hers <laughs> and she was like this is the last straw yeah no but um Rena keeps why does she keep going for Kyle's sisters like get new material why yeah. couldn't you go after Erica like this oh Who I had know a whole lawsuit against her I know like the battles that she chooses to battle are just beyond me but I don't know if you saw like where Kathy was when she missed the season finale filming at Trump's house Tr- a Trump party oh a Trump party wasn't it at his or was it at his hotel <clears throat> it was at I don't know something Trump party yeah because I remember Queens of Bravo got a bit political in the in her stories and yeah, yeah. which I agreed with. <laughs> so I just don't like finding out that people. Yeah, I not know. that like everyone can have their own views. It's just unfortunate when people have like very different views, and I'm a big fan of them. You know. Yeah, 
By the way, I'm like kind of scared to show you this, but today when I was bored doing work, I did that TikTok filter where it like shows you your celebrity lookalike. And I guess I look like absolute shit today because this is who I got. <laughs> it's Donald Trump. I went, like my hair is black. <laughs> Why did I get Trump? It makes no sense. That's embarrassing. And you know, the last time I got James Charles. Who are you? Uh, apparently not me. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. I know. You should Embarrass. delete that. <laughs> yeah. No one should ever have to see that. Well, it's out there now in the cloud. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for... Oh, just one more thing. Oh, what else did you Nick see Nick Cannon there? recently released a song. Okay. And the lyrics are all about Mariah Carey, apparently, and he wants her back. So eight years later and eight kids later, he wants Mariah Carey back. Oh my gosh. How does he have so many children? It's it's ridiculous. And he's going to continue. So that's all that we have for Hot Tops. <laughs> Guess all right. we'll move on to... A new segment that we thought of called Pitch or Ditch. Pitch and or ditch a bitch. Pitch or ditch a bitch. And basically, the concept of this is each week one of us is going to pitch a so- or Well, not really pitch. It could be a pitch or a ditch. We're just going to talk about a show that we recently watched. And we're either going to pitch a bitch if we like it. Or we'll just fill them in and be like, you can ditch this bitch because yeah. it's not worth watching. Okay, I can't wait. Which one are you doing? Okay, so I had the idea of to do a different show but then on saturday when i was absolutely drained from having more than one activity during the week (laughs) i sat at home and did nothing and noticed that a new season of love is blind is on netflix half a season they've released five episodes so far right so i immediately watched and then i was so excited because i'm like oh my gosh i'm gonna pitch this she's gonna have no idea because shireen was doing busy doing activities all weekend and so finally, you you texted me and you're like, there's a new Love is Blind. I'm like, no, oh, I know. <laughs> and you thought I was just not going to watch it? No, because, you know, it was Monday, normal, no. normally people work on Mondays. <laughs> hey, I'm doing a task where I can have stuff going on in the background. <laughs> yeah, so you watched all first five epis? Definitely. Okay, well then let's get into it. Because but imagine, I- imagine I didn't know the shock that I would have experienced on this podcast. It was going to be perfect, and you really ruined it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm so... Okay. No, but this is better, too, because there's so many things that I want to talk about. I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts. I will just like... I would just like to say, like, my summarizing thought is they are all unwell. They all need intensive therapy. They need to develop their frontal lobes (laughs) but unfortunately they're all older than 25 and that's long gone so i don't know if there's hope for them okay well this is going to be a spoiler alert because we are going to talk about people who ended up coupling up so if you don't want to know skip forward we'll put the timestamp in our bio for this description for this episode but we're going to get into it, so let's just go one by one. First of all, I want to talk about the episode where they start out and they're in the pods. Okay. Um, so have you, did you watch Parks and Rec? Yeah. Do you, so you know who Aziz Ansari is from that show, like his character though? Yeah, just by being brown, I know who Aziz Ansari <laughs> yeah. is. Fair. Okay, Shake 
is him. Yes. Oh, my God. I, okay, I cannot stand Shake. Shake gets in there, and the whole purpose of Love is Blind is to see if Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. And then he starts coming out with questions like, so, like, at festivals, I really like to put my girl on my shoulders. Um, could I pick you up and put you on my shoulders? Mm-hmm. And she didn't find that to be a red flag. Truly, like, what are you doing? So he, yes, he, had, he said this to Deep Tea. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, ha ha, yeah, okay. And, like, kind of, like, breezed on through it. And then he asked another question along those lines, like, trying to assess her weight. And somehow she still ended up picking him. Wait, didn't she call him out and say that was superficial? She did say that. But, I mean, like, she, it was really kind of, like, brushed over, I felt. Oh, like, okay, yeah. The well, other, obviously, like, I mean. He said something along those lines to Ayana, and she was immediately like, no absolutely not yeah immediately no yeah i've seen what i needed to see and no yeah and then there was shane who no <laughs> oh all he wanted to do was find out what people were wearing they're all and then, so unwell oh the amount of stank faces i made while he spoke oh especially to what's her name shana Sh- Shana. oh yeah shana i keep getting yeah. mixed up with shanae Shana Niggins. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so every time he would ask what Shana was wearing, and she'd be like, oh, like I'm wearing like these. A crop like, top? No, like these pants and like this, oh, like a crop top. like. And then he'd be like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God, it's so hot. Yeah, like. He was repulsive. Disgusting. Does he have a deviated septum? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't notice. that was just so painful to listen to yeah but a lot of them get end up getting engaged so we've got what, did you feel that that was much quicker than last season whoa yes because when i was watching the first yeah, episode and all of a sudden by like minute 40 danielle was like oh or no it was danielle nick and, and nick danielle, yeah, yeah and nick's like i'm gonna propose i'm like hang on hold the phone yeah what is going on yeah so i thought they'd be like the lauren and cameron of last season where like just they're the outliers yeah and everyone else took their time but then all of a sudden it was like a domino effect and everyone was getting engaged yeah i think they like reorganized the way the season is structured to kind of like tell couple by couple as opposed to like sequencing mm-hmm. because i think last year we ha- it was pretty standard like we had a full episode where everyone got engaged and then another episode where they met for the first time like it was all they were all in the same timeline yeah but yeah that really threw me off and i thought maybe like they just knew right away and it was like two days in but then i was like no okay they must have been just restructuring this yeah i every time someone proposed or then said i love you or called each other babe i was just like I would have to do it because I would be doing chores or my work and then I would have to do a double take to the TV and be like, wait a damn minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who's getting engaged now? How is this real? So they so they all get engaged and then they head down south um, to Mexico for their little south. couple's trip. And so this is where things, I think, started really... Shit hits the fan. Truly. Wait, no. But what about the pods with Shane and Natalie? Well, well, yeah, so there was, I was going to touch on that when we talked about oh, okay. it, but yeah, during the pod, so like Shane was wrestling between like who he was going to pick and then he called, called Shana Natalie. Natalie's name and then in order no. to recover, he called Natalie Shana's right. name and then in order to quickly recover from that, he asked Natalie to be his girlfriend. Yeah. And he was mad at her for feeling something about him calling her a different name. Yeah. It was, it was. He's a walking, talking red flag. I know. And then somehow, like, we'll get to it later, but, like, Shayna is still in love with him, like, to date. <laughs> oh, 
yeah it's Even just though, jessica mark and Bur- barnett because when so shana says yes to the proposal and then right after goes to talk to shane and to tell him that she has feelings for him and like wants it to be him i was mm-hmm. like what is happening yeah and then she talks about how she's has deep love for him and yeah. it's like you cannot be this immature and unaware yeah so let's go couple by couple. So we get Shayna and Nick. Is uh, that his what? name? Like, who did she end up proposing saying Kyle. yes to? Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew it was a standard white boy name. Um, so <laughs> she says yes to, to that proposal. After, like, their their relationship is dysfunctional from the get-go because he's an atheist and she's a really hardcore Christian. I, can you just tell me how they have this talk about this fundamental difference between them? And he comes back the next day and is like, yeah, I want to marry her. I'm not going to let this stop me from going after it with her. Yeah. And then she, too, doesn't think about that. And then the minute they meet and she's like, "Mm, he's not as hot as I thought he was. Then she's like, just so you know, we're going to have issues about this religion thing. Like, you don't think? Also, there was a TikTok. I don't know if you watched it. I sent it to you. It was like in the first episode, she's talking to Shane about wanting to get pounded five times a day. (laughs) And then Shane dumps her. And she goes on to Kyle and is like, I don't think we can be together because you're not Christian. Yeah. I don't know. I guess she just picks and chooses which beliefs she wants. I I wonder why her first marriage failed. Yeah. So they get to Mexico and very shortly thereafter, their first night, she was like, "Mm, I don't want to stay in the same room together. She left the whole trip. She just bounced. She's like, peace out. Like, did not even go to a separate room, just left. It didn't even seem like she said goodbye to him. Like, I don't know what the process was of him being filled in to be like, yeah, she actually like totally left the island. Yeah. She's no longer here. Mm -hmm. And then they do end up meeting up later back in wherever they live. And they have like a brunch. And I like can respect Nick for really... Kyle. Kyle. (laughs) 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 for really wanting like really trying like he's got the patience of a saint he thinks she's so hot and can somehow try to look past all of these things and still wants to desperately be with her and work things out okay he seems like a saint but let's not be fooled because from the get-go like he was ready to you know forego his beliefs to make it work but then when they ordered food in their room he ordered her a steak and then he got a vegan option because apparently he's been vegan or vegetarian for eight years and all of a sudden he's ready to let that go too and he's like oh i could try the steak for you today no that's what i'm saying like he's just willing to do anything to be with this woman yeah which is not not healthy you should act in a relationship no like don't give up all your long-held beliefs just for this other person that you just met 10 days ago yeah so we don't know where they stand. They had, they had that brunch and, and he wanted her to try moving in. And I don't know if it showed them actually living together. No, I don't think so. Okay. Then I don't we, know where they stand. So we'll find out in the next five episodes. Then we move on to Shane and Natalie. <laughs> I just, I don't even know what to say. Okay, other but than- do you know what shocked me with all that? When they were in the pods, I was like, I do not see this connection at all. She seems, she did seem quite quiet compared to him at least. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to the, to Mexico, everyone's looking at them and being like, if anyone's going to make it, it's going to be Shane and Natalie. They are literally the same person, just in different forms. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. So Natalie like cannot respond 
to anything Shane says without making a joke. Yeah, she's nagging him like 24-7. Yeah, she is nagging him, exactly. And I think she feels insecure around him and feels like he's out of her league. So she just like copes by using humor. Yeah. And takes digs at him all the time. And it's clear that Shane needs words of validation. Like, I think that's why he gravitated towards Natalie. Because when he was talking to the guys back when they were in the pods, they were like, so what do you like so much about Natalie? And he's like, that she likes me. Mm. I think he just loves hearing. And he said, like, can you please say some nice things? Like, you joke around a lot and it's all kind of negative. Can you please say some nice things? And he was, like, asking her for compliments. I'm like, he's clearly reaching out for words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and she is just like oh i'm not that type of person so no yeah and like fast forward to when they were like their last night or something he said that she makes a joke out of everything and it gets old real quick yeah i mean i i honestly get it totally (laughs) i'm team shane in that no i agree same yeah so i don't see how so that's the issue they have to work out. I don't see how any couple is going to work. But None that's, of them are going to last. That's their main Even problem. Even if they get married. And then we get on to Jared and Ayana. <sighs> see, I was a huge fan of them until Jared kind of proposed to Mallory. Mm-hmm. And then Mallory was like, no, I'm going to go with this other guy. And he was like devastated. And then about two hours later, it goes to Ayana and is like, yeah, I just asked this other chick kind of to marry me, but she didn't want to. But so like, will you? And she says yes. Would you have said yes? Well, the thing is, you don't have much time. The thing is. I mean, if I'm thinking with my right mind, of course I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. But I think in that situation, like, they're so ready to get married. They really want this to work out. He was her top choice. It was what she ultimately wanted. And I think that he didn't quite tell her the full truth because she did at one point ask him, if all if she would have said yes would you have gotten proposed like would you have proposed to her was that the only thing you were needing Mm -hmm. and i feel like he waffled on that yeah and didn't tell her the full truth which was like clearly yes i would have proposed to her so i think in her mind she was like okay he wasn't actually proposing he was feeling it out and like he was still we were still neck and neck at that point i think that's how she rationalized it like i would just hate to watch this back right now i know because when when you see those two together and in private they seem so amazing for each other they do and i okay don't get me wrong ayana is wicked love her such good energy but why can't she just stop talking in so many different voices because it's very hard for me to keep up (laughs) i didn't really notice that oh you're gonna notice it now yeah Probably. Way to ruin the show for me. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Bitch. (laughs) Anyways, what really bothered me was when they all saw each other on the beach and Jarrett went to talk to Mallory. And oh my gosh, he was being like that ex who's in a new relationship but still has like holds a candle for his other spouse and is trying to feel it out to see if they're still interested we've all been there oh we've all experienced this and it's just like horrific to watch it all play out like them flirting right in front of their partners and it was so cringe to hear mallory talk too yeah like she very clearly is a pick me yeah and totally and then she she's wasn't like, even saying anything. She's literally two different people. Like when she was talking to Jarrett, she's like, I love sports. I love like going out, having a party. And then when she's with Sal, she's this like boring kind of run of the mill, like no personality. It's like she just is whoever her partner wants her to be. Like mm-hmm. she just meets them mm-hmm. in whatever version of her would please them the most. Codependency. Totally. 
That's what I'm saying. All of them are unwell. None of them are in a position to be in a relationship to begin with. I but feel especially like Sal, not Sal seemed to react to all that pretty yeah, normally. Yeah, true. Sal is probably the most sane. Yeah, like he was expressing his feelings to her, telling her why he was upset. And then for some reason, he ended up apologizing to her. <gasps> yes. I was like, wait, what? what is this? I think she just manipulated him into thinking that he did something wrong by feeling yep. some type of way. And I could see it happening, like her manipulating totally, him. Totally, And when it happened, like when the switch flipped, what? Oh, yeah, like when they got back to their apartment and they were hashing it out again. Yeah, and she was like, where is this coming from? Why are we talking about this again? And her voice got louder and louder. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I was just, that TikTok sound came to my head. I was like, you're confused. I'm confused. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was rough to watch because you know what? Some people take a few conversations or a lot of conversations over a lot of years to get over something that if someone harms Absolutely. them and a good partner just like works through it and is there for them. And yeah, if it keeps bothering them like years and years down the road and they're not doing anything on their end to try to fix it, yeah, then okay. But like it just happened. He's still insecure about it. If someone says that they are hurt by you, you don't get to decide whether that's true or not or how long they get to feel that or how deep they get to feel it. All you have to do is hear them out and try to see where they're coming from and show empathy. Yeah, and validate that their their experience is different than your perspective. Yeah, because as soon as you surrender and show empathy, they're going to surrender too and try to see where you are coming from. 100% agree. And then last, <sighs> we've got the first people that engaged, Nick and Danielle, who <laughs> I really thought... I had high hopes. I had really high hopes. Like, in the pods, they really seemed to be connected. They were the one engaged couple where I was like, yes, okay, this makes sense. Mm-hmm and it did seem genuine it did and then they get to the beach and she gets very sick Mm -hmm. and then they have the couples meet up and she asks him it sounds like or he says like i can stay back with you and she's like no go so Mm -hmm. nick goes to the party she meanwhile like watches him from the balcony and i don't think he did anything wrong like he was talking to people and mingling around he he seemed like her bff getting the tea and coming totally. back to tell her totally like when he came back he was he seemed like an excited person to be like guess who was there guess yeah. who wasn't there Ooh. and she was not having it no she immediately got so upset she was obviously like extremely extremely triggered in her insecurities mm-hmm. like she said that she spent the whole time in the closet crying mm-hmm. and then she watched him walk back with a girl but it wasn't him no definitely wasn't him like unless they didn't show up but even so it's one of the other girls that you know like yeah. why are you worried about this just walking back as a friend yeah it was just that was a and the conversation between them was just going nowhere fast nowhere before i forget does Danielle remind you of Lisa Barlow looks wise? Absolutely not. You're going to see it now. Oh, really? Yeah, I could not stop seeing Lisa Barlow. What? I don't see that at all. Okay, maybe it's like the hair. Maybe. And the eye color. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I think... Di- what? What's his name? Nick. <laughs> Nick now I got it wrong he said in his confessionals like if we if the circumstances weren't what they are where we got so close so quickly and built a foundation if we had that fight early on in the normal dating world I would have left like that would have been a red flag for me yeah which in and of itself is a 
bit of a red flag. Agreed. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Yeah, like you can't run at the first sign of an issue. Like you're yeah. not going to get a perfectly matched partner that has no trauma no, and no baggage and no issues. Exactly. You're just going to, it's like, what is that um, saying? Like marrying someone is deciding what fights you want to, or not what fights, what um, flaws you want to deal with for like the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. And I obviously Danielle has not accepted herself. Um, Nick, do you think he's accepted himself? I do, but I still think he's still got room to grow. Like it does. Yeah. I don't. I don't sense a lack of confidence from him. And I think he was really trying to empathize with her. And mm-hmm. then he would reach his breaking point. Yeah, like he's got a short fuse on how long he'll engage. And and I think it's like fair enough. Like I think at a certain point if they're not being responsive and you know that like this is kind of a you problem i've done everything i can you do have to kind of just leave the conversation and revisit it at a later time yeah like when he just said i'm done and walked away i i didn't agree with that i could tell that he was frustrated but better ways to handle that for sure yeah he'd be like okay i'm just gonna take a beat yeah totally i'm done i hate when people say that I know like he could have just said look you're obviously got a lot of emotions I want to work through this with you I don't think it's a healthy time for us to talk let's revisit this tomorrow exactly that would have been all he needed to say yeah but yeah going back to like Danielle not accepting herself like until you accept yourself you're not going to be able to enter any relationship and just see the person for what they are and what they bring so like even Nick he's thinking I don't want to deal with this shit but I don't really know how to articulate what I'm saying here, but I think if they both were a bit more solid within, they could tackle those issues together. Yeah, I agree. I do think that they have the most hope because at least their mm-hmm. communication is not great, but it's at least they're trying. Yeah. Um, rather than Shayna, who just like flees the scene. So we'll see what happens in the next five episodes. It drops February 18th. Oh, um, but we didn't really talk much about Shake and Deeps because oh once, shoot I forgot about them oh my so gosh so once we get to the resort yeah well, first of all <laughs> so much to say here when they first see each other for the first time Shake immediately grabs her ass yeah and is like his mouth is agape yeah he's like oh my gosh oh my gosh it was so gross and cringe well he said in the pod he's like I'm gonna better watch that booty like I'm gonna be coming for that booty and then that's what he does and she's like loving it yeah soaking it in yeah and then he touches her feet oh yeah that I thought that was cute yeah I thought that was a nice gesture yeah um so he seemed like when he saw her he was saying like i thought she was really attractive oh my gosh you're a smoke show he's saying all these things it just seems like he got the ick yeah because then they get to mexico and he's he's pulling back a lot like you can tell like she is really all over him like trying to kiss him all the time Uh, to me it just seemed like it was a switch that was flipped in the pool yeah one minute he was really into it and then all of a sudden he like got these eyes staring off into space like holy shit what have i done yeah exactly and then he goes to the mingling party and he tells i can't remember who it was Nick. oh Jarrett. he's like oh man it's i'm not attracted to her at all it's like i'm dating my aunt yeah so rude so rude and And who is he did you see him walk into the pool yes i was like what you're rocking abs like what are you talking about he's so critical of everyone else's bodies obviously because he hates his own truly like his own projections of his own insecurities yeah Yeah, i don't know why he's got such a big head and thinks he can get any woman anywhere not even cute no and he's got a terrible personality like i would be scared to drop off my cat 
with him. So for the listeners, he's a veterinarian. And I don't want my cat to be body shamed. Mine <laughs> neither. She's yours, a bit of a chonk. Yours is literally obese. <laughs> She's got a COVID-19, okay? No, she's adorable. She's the sweetest cat ever. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But then you see in the preview, like, it's literally like the thumbnail of the show is deep tea on her wedding day. So mm-hmm. it seems like they at least make it that far. But then it seems like someone says no. I know. Like, I feel like it's going to be a situation where a lot of people get to the altar and they're like, mm, no. Change my so. mind. Oh, also, listeners, one of our podcast names was going to be... Mm, well, no. No. <laughs> yeah. But you have to say it because you say it much better. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. But then how do you, like, tell someone that's the name? Yeah, you can't really introduce it. What's the name it. of your podcast? Mm, no. Wait, you don't want to tell me? Mm, no. I'm glad we thought that one through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's Love is Blind. So are you going to pitch a bitch or ditch a bitch? Well, see, this is what happened. So I was started watching it, and I was like, okay, I'm just kind of watching this because it's on. Uh, okay, I'm probably going to, like, ditch it. It's not that good. I don't know if the couples are as intriguing as last season. And then by, like, episode three, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so invested. By episode mm-hmm. five, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to binge the rest of this tomorrow and then for, find out that they don't drop for another week. Yeah. So it's kind of that evolution, you know, we're in your relationship. It's like year one, year two. You're like, do I love it? Do I not love it? Are we going to get engaged? Are we not? And then you end up dating for seven years. And you're like, okay, like maybe I should settle down. Or, or maybe, maybe actually, no, maybe I need to go date someone new and like oh enjoy my, my glory years again. It's, I'm at that stage right now. What a way to describe it. <laughs> okay, so you're in that. Yeah, okay. It's like pitch a bitch ditch a bitch or date for seven years until someone cheats and then (laughs) (laughs) and then you realize i'm gonna ditch it (laughs) okay well good to know so that's where i'm at we'll see what happens i'll update you all um we probably won't have a recap we'll see what happens next week but i'll update you all on whether love is blind is officially a pitch it or a ditch it okay and i guess i'll just do nothing <laughs> you can come up with your own show well, it's your, I'm it's gonna your have responsibility to pitch a next week show next week and i think i have the show okay i'm pumped okay so i guess that's the end of that segment we can move on to the bachelor episode six the bachelor yeah so we start the episode at the 211 where we left off mm-hmm. and i don't even know i had to rewind it and watch it twice because so shanae talks to him first and tells him that Genevieve was talking about wanting to leave last night. Yeah. Which I don't know if it was true or false. I'm guessing it was completely false because in the previous episode, she had talked about how she had come up with exactly what she had to say to like get him to send Genevieve yeah. home. And I don't think I ever saw Genevieve say that. No, they at least didn't show it. Yeah. And then he gets them both together and turns to Genevieve and is like, so I just need to ask you. Are you an actress? Have you what been lying to me the whole that? time? Oh my gosh. What is with the drama? What is with Clayton and getting two women together, pitting them against each other, creating a huge drama, and then being like, I gotta I gotta take a beat. Oh, I gotta... walking away? Every like he's done it like For three what? times. It's not even your drama. Yeah, like you created this mess. Like you set this up to have this conversation that you could be involved and privy to. And then you like drop your bomb and then run away like a little boy. Okay, there's that. But also what is with Clayton 
not having a mind of his own and just believing whatever any woman tells him about other women in the house. Yeah, like the way he phrased that question to her was so accusatory. It's like... Mm -hmm what you're saying totally true and also if you do have concerns like there's a different way to approach it yeah absolutely like genevieve was literally like, like the tiktok sound the woman was too stunned to speak <laughs> yeah <laughs> like she literally was like caught up so oh, far off so guard I, I felt like i went through that with her yeah when he asked that i had the same reactions so as genevieve. and that's like, why oh, i rewound uh, the episode because i was like what do you mean and i know i'm not acting what yeah and it's it, it's it's unfortunate because i think it kind of did come across like she was maybe being evasive but really yeah. she was just absolutely shocked and had no idea what Too to stunned say to speak yeah but then shocking turn of events again he ends up giving the rose to genevieve which i did not see coming Neither i honestly I. thought he was going to keep shanae well especially with his introductory sentence which was like i'm giving this to the woman that really showed me the truth tonight and how did she show him the truth exactly i don't even know they didn't even show really their conversations I, the producers on this show i just it makes no sense but it keeps me coming back i know what i loved was when so they they wheel away shanae's thing her suitcase yeah and the women start selling like i think it was marlena she was like or one of the, I, I can't remember somebody was like actually crying of tears like i really see it oh my gosh and then clayton says later in the episode that he could actually hear them celebrating well hopefully that showed him that he made the right choice finally yeah and then we jump right to the cocktail party, which again threw me off having this in the first 10 minutes of the episode. It's just not how it should be going. No. And Hunter, <laughs> my big I front runner. finally find out who she is and she gets eliminated. <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe it. He ditched it. a bitch. He ditched a bitch hard. He sent home Hunter and Marlena, which I was sad. I love Marlena, but as we said last week, they were not a match. Yeah, no, she's on to better things. And then Sarah has the quote of the night. Feels so good not to be a loser. I didn't hear that. <laughs> that's what her comments were on the rose ceremony. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, and then they head off to Croatia, a.k.a. the most romantic place in the world. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I honestly thought he was going to say Paris. So did I. But you know what Croatia is, is the most COVID friendly for production. Uh, so why didn't he just say that? Well, I mean, that's like my thoughts because so oh. many shows have filmed there. So there's like Below Deck, Med was filmed in Croatia. The Challenge was filmed in Croatia. Oh, all these shows I don't watch. Yeah. So a bunch of reality shows that were filming during COVID went to Croatia. So mm. I'm guessing they had like really loose restrictions. So it's just like all of LA in Croatia. Yeah, basically. Hmm. Um, so in Croatia, Teddy gets her first one-on-one. -on -one. Yes. What did you think of that date? So weird. <laughs> I just, I don't see it. I don't see it either. And yet she got the first impression. Rose. I know. I know. And I think you're right about the whole, you said this in one of our earlier episodes where Teddy's not getting much of an edit at the beginning because I think she's going to be one of the finalists mm -hmm. and then she'll get a lot of screen time. Yeah. And we saw that start to happen this episode. Yeah. And they, they did have a somewhat okay conversation when she told him that she was a virgin yeah so i actually had some thoughts about that we we were really on clayton's case last week about him saying thanks for sharing mm -hmm. i thought he did a pretty good job this time he did a like, way better, better job than, at communicating and like responding yeah but better than what he's done 
Yes. But there were a few problematic things that he said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Especially says, given the subject matter. Yeah. Like, so she says, I'm a virgin. And he says, I would have never known that. Which I think yeah. is just a weird thing to say. It's a no. And then he says, well, it's, he says in like a private is like a dubbed over. So he must have said it in an interview. He's like, well, it's exciting to know that I could be her first of many For things. many things. Like, does Cringe. he have like a virginity kink? Ew. Oh, I don't know. Red flag. Yeah. And then he seemed concerned because she said, basically, I'm not waiting for marriage. I'm waiting until I find someone who I'm in love. And he was like, so you've, you haven't been in love before? Like, she's 24 years old. I don't think that's Have something to really be concerned love, about. Clayton? Yeah. What's his history? We know nothing about we, him. Absolutely. You're totally right. Who are his exes? How many exes? Yeah. How, how many of them are serious? How long were his relationships? You're so right. Yeah. So let me jump to their group date, the Viking date. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Why was this a date? I don't know. I but, was gonna puke. Oh, when they're eating? Watching them eat the pig liver and the fish eyes and what else? I don't know, but it was all repulsive. I like wouldn't even, I couldn't even watch. Well, Serene squeezed the fish eye juice. Okay, that's, I caught that part and I was like, which, did she have to eat them in this manner? Or was no. this a choice? It's a choice. Ugh yeah so sorry we're at this medieval what is it i don't know it's like a viking date i don't don't really have i don't really think much happened other than wasn't this when mara had her meltdown okay so mara had been having her meltdown since the beginning of the episode i don't know if you noticed but it was pretty much like she was the narrator of the show yeah she's showing up a lot she she was near it was all of her thoughts leading up to the final rose in the rose ceremony and then she finally got it obviously because she was getting so much audio time i guess you knew she was gonna get the rose totally so she gets the rose and then she's also narrating in croatia <laughs> and then she's narrating at the at, what sarah's it? date later sarah's on Sarah's date yes so they had to do this thing where they had to profess their love for clayton mm-hmm. and get down on their knee i thought Susie's was the best yeah um she was the first right i think so but then Mara was like, she talked a big game. She was like, I got to do it big. These girls aren't giving anything. Like, give me some competition. And she just busts out this rhyme, which was like, where did, when did you come up with this? <laughs> but second of all, why did you think this was good? Yeah. Why did you think that this would be attractive? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She was shown way too much in this episode. And so I thought, I feel like that means that she's heading home, but I don't I know. I hope so. And it's not even like the case where it's a Marlena situation where you're like, I hope she goes home. She deserves better and this and that. It's like, I hope she goes home and goes to therapy. Yeah. She needs to work through some things. Yeah. Um, so Hunter gets the group date rose. He's obviously, or not Hunter, <laughs> Rachel. Rachel. I like Rachel. Yeah. And he's obviously so into her. Yeah. It's genuine for sure. Yeah. So, and then we get to the little surprise with Susie. Mm-hmm. That was cute. It was really cute where she asked him to meet her at the clock tower. And I guess he seemed really scared showing up because he didn't know who it was. And this morning when I went through the tweets, I realized like everyone thought that he was thinking it could be either Mara or Shanae. Oh. And And I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So he was more pumped that like he didn't have to deal with drama versus that it was Susie. Because initially the way I interpreted it was like he didn't know which of the girls were it was going to be and then Susie is actually his favorite and oh, he was really yeah. excited to see her but now that i think of the mara shanae thing i'm like oh he was just happy it was someone 
else. Yeah. I don't think that Susie is going to win. I don't see their strong connection, but I do think that she's going to be in the top four. So then she can potentially be the bachelorette. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Hannah Brown part two. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then we get to the Sarah and she was the first one to get a second one on one. What distracted me during the entire episode was that it looked like Clayton was wearing lipstick because he kissed her very early on and then his lips were like a very strong coral color the entire time. He's always had a lipstick on. Okay, so maybe it's just a choice. (laughs) His body, his choice. You're right. You're right. I shouldn't shame someone for wanting to wear makeup. I probably shouldn't make fun of that. Pro choice. Hashtag pro choice. (laughs) Don't don't cancel us. We just started. (laughs) Always Hashtag pro choice. (laughs) For Um, pregnancy. (laughs) I'm going to stop. Well, you're ahead. So Sarah. Yeah. Sarah's date was hijacked by Mara's narration. Yes. Like there wasn't really anything that happened other than like Clayton challenging her about like what even what even precipitated the big meltdown? She just got really overwhelmed and couldn't believe that someone was questioning her integrity and her intentions and yeah. just couldn't figure out who could be her enemy now, especially with Sinead gone. Yeah. Um, but first of all, is it Mara or Mara? I think it's Mara. So everyone was saying it wrong. Well, no, then maybe I'm wrong. No, 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 <laughs> no. Mara. It was always Mara. And then this episode, Clayton started calling her Mara. And then who read the date card? Gabby. She called her Mara too. Oh, I have no idea yeah so anyways yeah so sarah has like a very extreme reaction i thought like yeah okay because mara tells clayton that there are some women in the house that she doesn't think are ready for marriage and he asks what do you think those reasons are and she says they're young yeah and and therefore not mature and yet this 32 year old woman is probably the least mature in the remaining totally agree and obviously sarah's the youngest person so you put yeah. two and two together and they yeah. had that roast date like clearly they're coming for each other yeah so like i'm sure sarah's ready to be with someone um i don't think her age matters here but she definitely it does not know how to deal with her feelings just yet no i agree Because she seemed very overwhelmed and couldn't articulate herself and just kept saying like <laughs> it's my biggest pet peeve with the show <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So their their date ends and her just having a meltdown and then we cut to the preview of next week. Um it looks like more drama. Classic. But I don't really remember too much of note. Uh it looks like Serene drops the album. Oh. And it looks like Clayton drops the album to random. Susie. Serene like we haven't even seen them have any interactions. I know. And then he drop he drops it to Susie. Well, do you remember the preview where he's about to enter the van and he's like, "Whoa, I'm falling in love and it feels amazing. (laughs) And then they like pan over to Susie. Oh, standing outside and she's like all excited. Okay, wow. You don't remember this? No. But that's exciting. My voice just gets so high. (laughs) (laughs) You're being Clayton. (laughs) Um. But yeah, that's pretty much it for Bachelor other than Mara sucks and uh, she spends all her time with Clayton that she so desperately wants talking about all the things he's doing wrong and all the things she's doing right as though the universe just owes her something. Yeah. Which just makes her seem so not genuine. I think they're just showing her a lot because she's like their new drama now that Sinead's gone and she's probably going to 
bring the drama again for next next week yeah and then hopefully then it'll transition into like us seeing what real connections he's built with these women yeah here's hoping here's to hoping and then now we get into our favorite show summer house episode five episode five there wasn't much that happened in summer house no not too much to talk about um it starts out with we we pick up where Paige and andrea are making out oh yeah they had a really cute episode together i thought yeah he's very cute towards her i love how he always brings her coffee and kisses her on the head yeah it's very adorable yeah and then obviously craig is sensing that Paige is playing not playing games he just senses that she's pulling back okay can you please recap this because i didn't really pick up on the phone conversation that happened yeah so craig like phoned her a bunch in the morning like really early and yeah. so she picked up the phone and went to like another room to talk to him he, they talked for like an hour and he was asking her a bunch of questions about andrea and it seemed like he was jealous and then he said i think he said to her like i really like you so she finally like got that out of him um but other than that i don't think she said much about the phone call so am i making this up did he say that Kristen told him to go be with oh yeah because that's the part that i couldn't figure out yeah so so how did that go down because she did say that like she's in the middle of the drama now i think Paige is like oh i'm in the middle of this drama i don't want to be in this drama and chris or maybe that's what Kristen said and then Kristen was like look if you want to be with her like go be with her but don't make me look stupid yeah. So it's literally like the flip side of how Paige was feeling last week, being like, well, I don't want to look like an idiot if you're screwing Kristen. Kristen was like, I don't want to look like an idiot if you're screwing Paige. Yeah, I just pulled it up. So Kristen Cavallari did not want Craig to make her look stupid on Summer House. Yeah. Wow. So that means they were like really in contact. Yeah. That's wild. That Kristen would go for Craig. Yeah. Like, do you want another a-hole? Yeah. Jay Cutler sucked. And they are very similar. Very similar. Yeah. Thank God she dodged a bullet there. For sure. She needs to be with Stevie. Who's Stevie? Wait. Who is the guy from the hills? Steven. Steven. Stevie <laughs> is Lindsay's ex, right? No, Stravi. Stravi. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> she needs to be with Steven. Okay, and then, okay, do you know what they flash back to? Lindsay's note of her timeline with Stravi, where she had written down, like, this is the order of what I want to oh, do. Yeah. And so I paused it on the screen to be like, where's she at? And she had, she wanted by August 2022 to be pregnant. Oh my God, she was. And that's not very far out of reach. Like, she's with Carl. Their Valentine's post was so oh my, cute. They're so in love. I love it. They're so in love. They seem, like, he seems so to balance her out. Like, they just seem, like, so happy. So the I'm adorbs. calling it. I think her timeline's going to be correct. I think by August, Lindsay Hubbard is going to be pregnant with Carl Radke's baby. You heard it here first, folks. Oh, interesting, because <laughs> I really shipped them, and you said no. Well, I still don't ship. I don't ship, um carl or Lindsay for carl but i ship carl for Lindsay. if that makes sense hmm. yeah well i hope they stay together i think the fact that they have such a strong foundation of friendship it, i love that yeah and i think the more i see them interact on on instagram and their posts the more i be like oh my gosh i do actually ship this couple so i'm really yeah. excited to hopefully see their relationship on screen next summer yeah 
that would be yeah it's so weird to like watch the episodes back now because there's a preview of Sierra kissing Carl and I'm just like oh my god and then a month later Lindsay and Carl date yeah it's very strange yeah classic reality tv is swapping spouses um so then we get to their pool party was it the pool party no they were just hanging out by the pool and Alex gets his sound bite of the week um, when he asked. <laughs> sound bite of the week. That's literally all he does. When he You're asks Lindsay, does the, Lindsay, I must ask you, um, does the belt serve any purpose? <laughs> Fashion. She literally, she brushed him off so hard. Yeah. She's like, are you seriously Fashion asking me that sweetie. right now? Yeah. Ugh. Um, but speaking of fashion, we also heard about Danielle's new fashion app. Which I have never heard of. Had no idea she was doing that. Did it even have that. a name? She, that was the first time I've ever heard of it. Yeah. And all she said was, you know, I'm creating my fashion app. We're like, no, we don't know, Danielle. Yeah. Like, can you tell us the Please name? Like, you should elaborate. be hawking this on your show and trying yeah. to advertise. Exactly. This is a very good plug. A free plug. Yeah. So we still don't know anything about that, but apparently she's completely switched careers to that. So all the best. Hmm. And then Kyle and Amanda have a discussion about Kyle's lack of gift-giving skills on their romantic date. Yeah, so he's not good at giving gifts, um, if at all. He, well, she said, "When's the last? What's what's the last gift you ever gave me?" And he couldn't even come up with one. Yes. So ultimately, like I'm on Amanda's side. I think I always will be. But you know, Kyle brought her flowers on the morning of her birthday, and. She was very dismissive of it. Yeah. And like, I I don't think that Kyle's the greatest guy or the best boyfriend. That's the least he could have done. But you can just tell like as an armchair therapist, like he's trying Mm -hmm. and she's shutting it down. Yeah. And that's just going to keep him from doing more. Yeah, like he needs positive affirmations or feeling and being appreciated. like, thank you so much for the flowers. This is the <clears throat> kind of thing I really want. And then he's yeah. going to want to level it up each time when he gets that response. If he gets right. a response of like, oh, flowers die quickly. It's like, why would he even try? So this is where I can see where both of them are coming from. So I've said the whole thing about Kyle, but then he finally takes her to dinner after she says, no, I have nothing to wear and kind of rejects going to dinner. Yeah. So they go to dinner and... What I noticed about Amanda is when she feels like she has some sort of leverage, she starts getting confident about setting boundaries or like bringing up issues to Kyle. So this is when she like said, I can't remember the last gift you gave me. And she sounded way more confident and less like scared to raise it with him because after all, it was her birthday, right? Right. So she had leverage there. Yeah. And you can just tell she does not feel safe at all in that dynamic to bring anything up. Because even then, even on her birthday, what does Kyle do when she says that? He's just like, I. he says something like, I can't, I can't get anything right. Or like, we're finally having a good time and you're shitting on it. Oh gosh, the and, manipulation. Yeah. You're so right though. That's complete. I can totally relate to that because mm-hmm. I've been... Same. And especially I found I do it the most when someone's like really made a mistake yeah. and they're feeling really contrite about it. And yeah. they're like, okay, this is my chance to like speak about everything i have an issue with because they're finally going to listen because they actually yeah. care about repairing something mm-hmm. so you're like okay you did this wrong plus like these 10 other things that i haven't brought up till now yep so my deep take for that is i actually recently started sorting that out in therapy where like it started from a young age where you were only ever heard or taken seriously if you were really badly hurt like physically by a cut or you were sick wow. with the flu 
or like someone knew like objectively that they did you wrong and now you had this leverage this was the only time you're going to be heard i feel like is that the younger child problem yes yes like i I was only like i was given a lot of attention or whatever when i was really sick yeah so i felt like i had to stay sick for a lot of days (laughs) you know yeah and i carried over into my early relationships where like i would they would do me wrong and i would finally be like oh yes now they're gonna have to make it up to me and i'm gonna feel loved and this and that but like once you heal that you realize how toxic it is totally i don't do that anymore yeah i can totally relate i don't think i do it as much as much but i still think it comes out oh for sure you're not gonna get rid of your old wounds like that yeah but yeah so that's what's going on for amanda and she's obviously repeating some sort of dynamic in her life with kyle and just stuck in this cycle totally i mean they're married now yeah so i mean they did maybe didn't work it out but it's it's buried or it's just going to keep coming up forever yeah (laughs) one of the three yep yep but update because during that conversation when she did say kyle was like oh i know you want a dog because i can't please you or i can't be there for you update aggressiveness update they have two dogs i know you sent me that post yeah so they were fostering these two puppies no they're kind of weird looking i don't even know what they are why don't they have fur i don't know but they were fostering these two dogs for a while and then she announced right after this episode comes out like maybe because they had discussed this it's just embarrassing at this point i know but they adopted both the puppies so now she should be fulfilled and not have to be as concerned about kyle's lack of availability and attention so you told me i think last week that lover boy kyle's drink yeah startup drink company whatever unfollowed amanda on instagram not unfollowed so in their bio description of their instagram it used to say lover boy by i'm kyle cook and amanda batula mm. and or amanda batula whatever however you I pronounce it batula. yeah and he removed amanda so like on her profile like her individual page it still says like creative director or something of lover boy mm. but on lover boy's page it only has kyle's name interesting and the reason I bring this up is because the preview for next week's episode um, shows that Kyle is venting to one of the women saying that the only thing that him and Amanda have in common is lover boy yeah. and that Amanda's just such a miserable person and this and that. But do you Without know what, seeing how he like makes her miserable. And the thing is like why do you think all you have in common is lover boy is because he's focusing on that 24 7. That's his priority. And so the only time she can engage with him is about lover boy because yeah. that's all he's working on and address it and then he's he's criticizing her in that role too like yeah she's just she has no safety yeah she can't do right yeah um but we're we were about to skip over a big storyline what which was maya oh i thought it was gonna be alex was eating this week Uh (laughs) no i was gonna get to that so at the end of their episode they have a big group huddle on their way out of the house Mm -hmm. because maya's been feeling um disregarded and ignored and it kind of all seemed to be the beginning trigger was when andrea brought coffee to um well that was the first thing he bought coffee to sierra and Paige in bed but didn't bring it to mine he's like oh i didn't know you're in here and then he called her on the beach he called her lexi and then he said oh but her name is mia i mean maya but also yeah. before that Lindsay and danielle didn't take her out right yeah so it was just a build up and so I could really relate to what Maya was saying. Uh, do you remember when I told you someone at our previous job <laughs> spelled my name wrong and then I like after two or three times I corrected them and then someone told me why I'm making a big stink of it? Yes, I it's remember just, that. Like, 
you yeah like understand. as a person of color like you often feel overlooked and you have to keep like showing up and advocating for yourself for like the littlest things littlest things like how to spell your name yeah and i could totally relate to what maya and sierra were saying so like i'm glad that they said something i hope it it seemed like andrea was crying yeah andrea was crying he really seemed like he was understanding listening validating taking accountability promising to change i just hope that it was because he sees what she was saying and not just because he feels bad for hurting someone and doesn't want to do wrong yeah like he needs to see why it hurt and then alex chimes in and makes it about him yeah i mean at least he was i know like he really turned relatable thing yeah he had done yeah but (laughs) let's yeah when luke though interjected to make it a little bit about him what did he say he was like well i mean when i mean even for me like when i came into the group it was difficult and then someone saved him no someone saved him who was it kyle was like oh luke what you're trying to say is even you a privileged white male coming into this group felt that way so we can only imagine how much worse like a black wow what a save i know i'm like you i miss that you really framed that in the right way i think probably maybe that was luke's point but like when he just said it that's the most profound thing that kyle has ever said i know i actually thought during that conversation the men were were the best yeah like in terms of the responses like who knows they there was probably a lot of things said by the woman that didn't make air but yeah the things that they did show put them in a good light for sure so hopefully it's true in terms of their actions for the rest of the summer yeah i think Lindsay could try harder definitely because she was like this with Sierra, too. Yeah. Last season. No, totally. And you could tell, like, Sierra last season was, like, the outsider. Like, yeah, for she sure. was, wasn't really contributing because she wasn't really allowed to, like, be integrated. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So I'm glad Maya's going to stay. Um, I hope things get better for her. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they do because recently andrea posted a story on instagram that they were all celebrating maya's birthday and like even alex was there like why (laughs) but they were all there and i think andrea said something like celebrating this beautiful person's birthday something like that oh that's nice and yeah they're still like friends yeah i think she turned 30 but seems like it's all good in the hood good well i don't know what the preview for next week if there's anything it was just that kyle was venting about amanda being miserable and not oh, having right, anything yeah. in common so we'll see that unfold didn't next see week. any previews of craig drama yeah uh, but it, but during some point in the season doesn't austin end up yep. coming yeah okay i can't wait i hate that guy <laughs> but we need some drums i know i also can't wait for southern charm i'm so excited mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm kind of over this kyle amanda drums i need to see something else agreed so yeah that's it for this week folks Lots of great TV, and we'll be back next week with another recap of The Bachelor, Summer House, and we'll see what you want to pitch or what you want to ditch. Yeah, and also it's the Salt Lake City finale this Sunday. Ooh. So hopefully there's something to talk about there. I just want to see the reunion. So do I. Like, let's get to the good part. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll see you later uh, next week, and stay golden. <laughs> Pony boy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>